Welcome back to this episode of Icing Today. I'm going to be here alone as uh, my partner couldn't make it for this recording, but still we're going to be going over all the trade deadline uh, stuff. So um, I guess let's get right into it, starting off with the bigger move that really started off the whole thing, I guess we'll call it. Um, and that move was the, you pull it up. It was the, uh, it was the Vetrano went to the Rangers and the Panthers, uh, what did they get back? Yeah. So the Rangers got Frank Vetrano for, for a fourth round pick. So next up there was Ben Sherratt the um, former Canadians defender. He was traded to the uh, Florida Panthers for a prospect tie, Smilanic, and a first-round pick and a fourth-round pick. I think they were paid for Sherratt. Sherratt's not that good of a defenseman. He's a good one, but he's not worth that much, in my opinion. The first-round pick was way too much, at least in my opinion. Like, I don't think he's worth that that much. He's worth a good bit, but not that much. Um, next up, um, Callie Yarncroat, the uh, Kraken forward, was sent to the Flames for a second-round pick and a third-round pick and a seventh-round pick. I think that's a solid trade for the Flames. To get a solid depth player. Um, Brandon Hagel get going to the uh, Lightning. He was formerly on the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks got fourth round pick or two fourth round picks for. Um, so here's here's the full deal. Uh, Brandon Hagel, fourth round pick, and two fourth round sorry, two. Brandon Hagel, two fourth round picks for Boris Kachuk. Tyler Taylor Radish and two conditional first round picks. Solid trade, I think, for both sides. No one really loses that deal, in my opinion. Um, the Bruins get Ampus Lindholm from the Ducks, and now all they have to give away is John Warren Urovakanen, if I pronounce that uh, name right. And then three picks. Maybe they overpaid, but I don't think so. Uh, here's a Big, big, big one. Florida Panthers going after it this trade deadline. They get Claude Giroux, Connor Bunneman, and German Rubtsov and a fifth-round pick in 2024 from the Philadelphia Flyers. They have to give away Owen Tippett, a first-round pick, um, and a third-round pick. I think that's a really, really good move for Florida. I think the uh, Flyers could have gotten more from that. But Claude Drew did want to get traded. He played a thousand games for the Flyers. You can understand why, because the Flyers aren't that good of a franchise, and it's got to be tough playing a thousand games there. He just did that like a week ago, so we'll go over that a little later. I I, I respect Claude Drew. I think he, he was he's really good, and that's really really gonna help the Florida Panthers in really making the jump to a Stanley Cup winner. Um, Robert Hag was acquired by the Panthers from the Sabres for a sixth round pick. 
Nothing much there. Um, Troy Stetcher uh, goes to the Kings. He was on the Red Wings earlier in the season. And all the Red Wings get in return is a seventh-round pick. Travis Dermott went to the Maple or sorry, to the Canucks. He was on the Maple Leafs for a third round. They, the Maple Leafs get a third round pick. Another big one here, Toronto Maple Leafs get Mark Giordano and Colin Blackwell from the Seattle Kraken. All they have to give up, all the uh, Maple Leafs have to give up is a second round pick or two second round picks and a third round pick. That's a good bit, but Mark Giordano is a really good defenseman that hopefully can help solve their defensive issues up in Toronto. They got some big defensive issues and they really need to solve them. Giordano is a really good defenseman. He can quarterback a power play. I really like that trade for Toronto because they already have the offensive firepower. They just need a steady defenseman to kind of, to kind of anchor it. This, this should definitely help the team going forward. Tampa Bay gets Nick Paul um, for the, from the Senators and uh, Senators get Matthew Joseph in a fourth round pick. Not much there. Jeremy Lazon goes to the Predators. He was on the Kraken last year. Kraken get a second round pick in this year's draft. The Winnipeg Jets get Mason Appleton from the Kraken. And uh, all the Kraken get back as a fourth round pick. You can tell the Kraken are big sellers, like they're selling off everyone. Uh, like they're selling off everyone. So they're they're definitely going to end up, you know, tanking out the rest of the season. They they weren't going to make it the playoffs anyway. Uh, next up, Dallas Stars get uh, Scott Wedgwood from the Coyotes. Uh, the Coyotes get a uh, conditional fourth round pick. There's one thing I want to look up real quick. The uh, Dallas Stars goalies, because they have so many goalies on their team. Now adding another just doesn't seem to make sense to me. Um, let's see. I know they have Brendan Holtby, if I'm correct, and Jake Ottinger. Let's see if I'm right there. Yeah, in goal, they have Braden Holtby, Anton Hudobin, Jake Ottinger, and now Scott Wedgwood. They have so many goalies that are all worthy of starting. You know, Braden Holby's been really good. He's, you know, a solid player. He always has been. Anton Udobin's getting old, but he's still a, you know, a solid backup goalie that can come in a lot. Jake Ottinger's a young guy. He wants his playing time. And then you're throwing Scott Wedgwood into the mix. It just doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense at all to me. Um. Keep on moving on. Nathan Ballou, uh goes to the Penguins. The Jets get a seventh conditional seventh round pick. You may be thinking, well, seventh round pick's not that much. Occasionally, we'll get a seventh round pick that'll amount to an NHL player. Example is the Canes. Um, uh, Stephen Lawrence. He's a he's carved out a role on the fourth line. He's playing solid. He was a two time seventh round pick, if I'm right. I think he might have gone undrafted and then was a seventh round pick. But either way, it's still, you know, tough path, but he seemed to make it. And I, I wouldn't be shocked to see another one kind of pan out like that. Uh, Jack McVean goes to the Coyotes. The Wild get a second round pick. Um, Here's a decent trade. 
Washington Capitals get Marcus Johansson from the Kraken. Again, the Kraken getting mentioned, selling off a bunch of their players. Kraken get Daniel Sprong, a fourth-round pick, and a sixth-round pick. I think that's a good trade for the Kraken. They get some draft capital. They also get a solid forward, Daniel Sprong. Um, Kapo Kakinen goes to the Sharks, as well as a fifth-round pick. In the Minnesota Wild, we'll get Jacob Milton. Here's a huge, huge one, in my opinion. The Minnesota Wild get Marc-Andre Fleury, the goalie, from the Chicago Blackhawks. And uh, the minute the Blackhawks get a conditional first round pick this year. Um, Mark Andre Fleury is still a good goalie. He had a you know he's not been playing good in um, uh, in Chicago. They really needed a goalie in Chicago. In, sorry, in uh, Minnesota they have Cam Talbot, but they don't have a good backup. They can with Mark Andre Fleury they can go and be comfortable using any goalie. In this run, I was also a bit disappointed, though, in the Blackhawks that they didn't have a good year this year. And now they've basically had to get rid of their goalie and tank out the rest of the season. Um, I think the Minnesota Wild win that trade and the Blackhawks just lose not only this trade, but the season, in my opinion. Um, Nashville gets Alex Biega from the Toronto Maple Leafs for whatever future considerations they may be. That's all it says. Uh, Justin Braun goes to the Rangers and the Flyers get a third round pick. The Boston Bruins get Josh Brown and a conditional seventh round pick from the Senators. Senators will be getting Zach Sension and fifth round pick. The St. Louis Blues get Nick Letty and Luke Witkowski from the Red Wings. And the Red Wings will be getting Jake Wallman and Oscar Sundqvist in a second-round pick in 2023. The Colorado Avalanche get Arturio Lekkanen from the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for Justin Barron and a seventh-round pick. Uh, let's see. And this is the last uh, trade deadline. Move New Jersey Devils get Andrew Hammond from the Montreal Canadiens for Nate Schnarr. That's all the trade deadline stuff. There are some other news bits, uh, if you want to call that. Main one is Yasperi um, Kotkaniemi, the young forward that got offer sheeted. Uh, by the Canes. Now on the Canes, he signed an eight-year extension to stay with the Canes through 2029-30 season. Um, he's got 23 points so far this season. It's an eight-year, $38.56 million deal. Um, I don't think it's overpaying because it's only an annual average of $4.82 million a year. That's not that bad. Um, what Don Waddell said, the general manager of the Canes, uh, Yesperi has shown us ha- just how high his ceiling can be through his skill and work ethic, and then he had a great fit with our young core. He's just 21 years old, and we are confident that his role in the organization will continue to expand in the years to come. Um, he's got 11 goals, 12 assists, and 59 games. This ties his career high in goals set as a rookie. That's just, you know it's solid, and I think he'll he'll continually if he can you know turn it on, it'll really look good for the Canes if he does end up panning out.
Um, Jake DeBrusque signs a two-year extension with the Boston Bruins. Anton Forsberg signs a three-year extension with the Senators. Um, let's go over some of the other minor news, I guess. Um, actually, it isn't minor, but oh, Alexander Ovechkin. Everyone knows who he is, if you're listening to this podcast, at least. Alexander Ovechkin has uh, broken the tie with Yarmir Yager. He's now in sole possession of third place on the all-time goals list. Um. And then uh, Claude Giroux is now played his 1,000th uh, game in the league. Before getting traded, he had his final – he had his 1,000th game with the Flyers. So um, let's move on to our next part that we'll go over. Uh, the past week, worth of scores, we didn't get an actual big one out, but I'll go over some of the scores – from this past week and also go over some of the future games. Well, that are coming up at least. Um, starting off with Tuesday's slate of games, Maple Leafs beat the Stars for nothing, not much there. Um, Rangers able to beat the Ducks 4-3 in overtime. Capitals beat the Islanders 4-3 in a shootout. Predators beat the Penguins 4-1. Jets beat the Golden Knights 7-3. Uh, Bruins beat the Blackhawks 2-1. Oilers beat the Red Wings 7-5. Canucks beat the Devils 6-3. Avalanche beat the Kings 3-0. And the Sharks fall to the Panthers 3-2 in overtime. On Wednesdays, let me just say, there's not much big games there. Um, I'm not sure how many there were. It didn't seem like there was much when I first looked at it. That's why I didn't do a uh, um, quick hits episode this week because there wasn't really much to go over. Um, the Wild beat the Bruins 4-2. Blue Jackets beat the Senators 4-1. Lightning beat the Ka- Kraken 4-1. And the Flames beat the Devils 6-3. On to Thursday's games. Thursday, March 17th. Islanders beat the Rangers 2-1. Canes fall to the Maple Leafs 3-2. Actually, I do want to go over one thing on this game because that was actually a bigger game. The Maple Leafs... Um, Played a really good game, in my opinion. The Canes played a, probably a better game, but they're having trouble scoring right now. Um, this was this was the second game of a four-game losing streak they're on now. First, they lost to the Penguins. Then they lost to the Maple Leafs in that second game. They've lost two times after that now. Um, in my opinion, the Canes are in a big slump right now. They, no one's really producing like they need them to. Just go through their whole forward lines. Svechnikov, Aho, and Teravainen. Svech and Aho uh, are doing fine, but they're not playing their best. Teravainen's a bit off. Um, you know, on the second line, Trochak's off right now. Natchez is in a big slump. And um, Jarvis was in a big slump going into that game. He did end up breaking that in the past two games, but... Um, on a third line, Fost's been solid but not great. Stahl was doing good, but he's kind of fallen back into his you know early season self. You know, a bit of slump as well. Um, Niederreiter's been okay but not great. And then on the fourth line, Stepan, Lawrence, and uh, Coach Kinyemi. Neither of them, none of them have been going. Um, you know, in the odd man out, Martin. 
he's been injured for a bit, but he's not been going when he was playing. Their defense has been good. Their goaltending has been good throughout this, but they haven't been able to score. They finally got Tony, Tony D'Angelo back on against the Rangers. Hopefully that will help them get scoring because they're an entertaining team when they're scoring, but they're not scoring right now and they need to be scored. You know, we'll see how they can do in a tough stretch where they got the lightning, they got the capitals. They got a bunch of tough games coming up. Actually, they already had the Capitals, but they got a bunch of tough games going coming up. Uh, Stars beat the Canadians 4-3, moving on. Uh, Flyers 5-4, win over the Predators. Capitals 7-2, clobbering of the Blue Jackets. Uh, Penguins 3-2, win over the Blues. Oilers 6-1, win over the Sabres. Red Wings 1-0, win over the Canucks. Kings 3-0, win over the Sharks. And then the Golden Knights... 5-3 win over the Panthers. Big win for them there. Um, on to the games for Friday. Uh, Capitals beat the Hurricanes 4-3 in a shootout. That one was a, you know, a sad one in my opinion. Canes were in that the whole game. And then Ovechkin scores with five minutes left on the power play just off the faceoff. And... You know, in that tied the game, and then Ovechkin bagged the shootout winner. Ovechkin played a really good game that game day, but um, the Kane again in that slump where they weren't able to pull it out like they would be would be able to earlier. Uh, Bruins beat the Jets, Sabers beat the Flames. These games happen for good teams and bad teams, where they good teams can fall to the bad teams, and bad teams can beat the good teams. I don't have any. You know, when they when they become losing streaks, that's when it gets worrying for the bad team. But I'm not worried about the Flames after a one nothing loss to the Sabres. Panthers 3-0 win over the Ducks. Avalanche 5-3 win over the Sharks. On to Saturday's slate of games. Wild beat the Blackhawks 3-1. Islanders beat the Stars 4-2. 6-3 win for the Oilers over the Devils. Golden Knights 5-1 win against the Kings. Penguins 4-1 win over the Coyotes. Blue Jackets 5-4 win over the Blues. Um, Maple Leafs followed the Predators 6-3. Canadians win 5-1 over the Senators. Rangers 2-1 win over the Lightning. Flames 5-2 win over the Canucks. And the Kraken 4-2 win over the Red Wings. In my opinion, the Red Wings are out of playoff race now. I had some hope for them before this, but they have not been able to play good recently. Um, big win for the Rangers though over the Lightning 2-1. This puts them, you know, in a good position to be able to take over the Canes if they can keep if the Canes are still in a slump. Sunday's games 2-1 win for the uh Flyers over the Islanders. Stars beat the Capitals in a bit of an upset 3-2. Rangers uh beat the Canes 2-0 on an amazing game from Alexander Georgiev. He had 44 saves in goal. That's Alexander Georgiev, not their Vesna candidate um, in Shesterkin. That's that's their backup in Georgiev. It that was a big win for the Rangers, in my opinion. Again, showing the Canes are in a slump. And just saying the last goal was empty net, it would have been a 1-0 game without the empty net. Just just gonna put that out there. Um Sharks 4-2 win over the Coyotes. Jets 6-4 win over the Blackhawks. Sabres 3-2 win over the Canucks. 
moving on to Monday's games yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm recording this on uh, Monday. Bruins, actually, yeah, this is Monday, sorry. So this is today's games. Bruins play the Canadians, not much there. I'm just going to go over the bigger games. Golden Knights Wild, in my opinion, is a bigger game because they're two teams that are fighting to get a higher seed. Another big game, Oilers Avalanche, two of the better teams. Oilers, one of the better scoring teams. Avalanche, just a good all-around team, one of the, the best in the league. So that, that should be a fun one to watch as well. Um, Wednesday slate of games, we've got um, Blues-Penguins. That's not going to be a crazy good game, but I think it'll be a good one nonetheless. Um, I'm going to pick the Capitals. Let me go back and I'll make my picks for the Monday games. I've got, I've got the Wild beating the Golden Knights, and I've got the Avalanche beating the Oilers. going to say that. Um, the big game, though, that's on Tuesday's slate that I'm seeing right now is Kane's Lightning, two of the best teams in the league still, even if the Kane's are in a slump. Kane's won the last time against the uh, Lightning on an overtime winner from Marty Natchez. Um, it'll be a fun one to watch, see if the Canes can get out of their scoring slump and their, get out of their losing streak. It's four games at this point. They're going to really need a big win, and that's not going to be coming easy against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, that one's a 7 o'clock puck drop. Canes are 41-15-6, and six, Lightning 39-16-6. and six. I'm going to predict the Canes. I think they'll be able to finally get out of their losing streak at home. Specifically, they've been good at home. I think they'll be able to you know, put a win together. Um, that's that for Tuesday's games. Wednesday's got um, actually nothing really. Wednesday slate of games. Friday, Lightning Bruins should be a fun one. Um, you know, the Lightning are obviously a good team. You know, Bruins are solid, not not as good as they once were, but I still like the Bruins' chances. I'm going to go Lightning in this game, but I wouldn't be shocked to see the Bruins come out strong. Uh, Stars play the Canes. That's not really a big game. The only reason it is is the Canes are really going to need to break out a slump, and they've got a tough schedule coming up after that game specifically. So they'll really need to get a win there maybe to break them out of their funk. Um, Nothing much for the rest of that day. On to Friday's games. Penguins play the Rangers. That's a big in-division matchup. Penguins are going to try and jump the Rangers. Sometime they're going to need to beat the Rangers to jump them specifically. That's why that's a big game. And Saturday's games, those will be the last ones I'll go over for today. The Islanders play the Bruins. At this point, the Islanders are out. They haven't been able to screen together any wins. I'm going to count the Islanders out, but... I still think it's a decent game to watch. I'm going to pick the Bruins. And then the Hurricanes play the Blues. That should be a decent one. Not really going to go over that. The Oilers play the Flames. That one should be good. Two of the best teams in the Pacific. That should be a fun one. You know, Flames, obviously, you know, the best team in the Pacific at this point. Oilers, obviously, have Connor McDavid. So that's why I'm interested by that one. But that will be it for this episode where I went over basically everything. 
And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you in the next episode.